0: at so to the that we the are to and, uh, The first thing to do opportunity to be able to hear words today, Father. We just have to open our hearts and minds to receive it, to take myself out of the way, Father. So, one of the biggest problems He states is that we don't understand who God is. How he is, what he is, how he does things. Because we don't take the time to really Thank um... you. That we have and how we have, and, um, we have certain rights. Once we accept salvation, we are essentially we are changing hands. We are coming from the world system and we are entering into the kingdom of heaven. So we are essentially we have a new citizenship, a new purpose, and with that we have certain rights. So one way that we harvest is through our authority. Now, it all begins with salvation. And I never want to downplay salvation in any way. Because that is the start. That is the absolute key. Nothing else that I'm saying matters unless we have salvation first. That is the absolute start now. Well what I do want to start focusing on more is, is not only just the salvation, but what all that entails. That there's more than just a ticket to heaven. There's more than just a you're not going to hell. There is much, much more. So let's look at Ephesians chapter two, verse 19. And we can kind of subsection this. but things that salvation, is, salvation equals heaven. Let me talk about that. Salvation equals citizenship. Ephesians two and nineteen. And I you know, I'm and still and I'm Two and nineteen. Now therefore ye no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens. With the saints and the household of God. Fellow citizens. Salvation also equals power. And you can see that in John 14, verse 12. Salvation power. John 14 and 12. Verily daily I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works I do, he do also and greater works, then these shall he do, because I go to my father. And whosoever shall ask in my name, I will do that, that my father may be glorified in the Son. If they shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Isaiah 53, 3 7. He is despised and rejected of men, and a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief, and he is hid from our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet. We do not esteem the stricken the smitten God of pictures. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was chastisement of our peace upon them. And with his stripes, we he are healed. These are all things, citizenship, power, healing, that we have, that we are given authority to exercise, Just by being citizens of the kingdom of heaven, just by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are now citizens, you have power, and you have the ability to be healed and to heal. These are things we all have just for being sons and daughters of God. Last week I gave you an example talking about Jacob and his pizza. Yeah, him being my son. He can go. freely into the house, He can open up your refrigerator. He can take out a slice of pizza. Eat it, anytime he wants to. Because he has that authority because he is my son. And everything under my control is also under his control. He is part of the family. And this crude example is the same thing that we are in the family of God. We have what he has because he has took us in, he has us part of the family, and he wants us to have that. We talk about a restaurant About how we place our order. We do it one time. We don't go and check in with the kitchen. We don't go check with the waitress and give it to them again and again and again. We don't check in every time she walks by. We believe that they got it right the first time and they are our food is going to show up just the way we asked. It happened before. We expect it to happen again, no matter if this is the first time in a new place or a place you've again many, many times, because that's the way it's supposed to work. Matthew six and eight. Be not therefore to like them, for your fathers knoweth what things ye have needed before ye asked of him. The people. We We to do something, and we don't follow up with it because we expect it to be done. Even though that people fell, time after time after time. How many times have you had to call back to the doctor's office because you're did not get called in after they said they were going to do it? How many times have you ever checked back to the pharmacy because the was must have been done at such and such time but it didn't show up? How many times have you taken the car back to the dealership because the problem that you brought it in for wasn't fixed the first time you brought it in? How many times do you have to remind someone because they forgot? And yet we expect it's to happen because we ask. But when we, we don't take the approach of God at all, God knows what we're going to say before we can say it. And this is where one of these non-understandings comes in. So many people ask the question, what God knows, why do I have to bother with that? Why don't we just go ahead and do it? And it comes down to His authority of being able to enter our world and be able to work in our lives, we have to allow him to do so. He does not push himself upon us. If he did that, we would need no faith. If he did that, we would have no free will. We have to freely, out of our own spirit, go to God and make our requests known. Yes, he knows what we're going to say, but by us doing that, by us coming to him, talking to him, we are showing our faith, we are building our relationship, and we are giving him the authority to move in our lives. It is the go-ahead. It is opening the front door of your house and let him walk in. Use the example of the house many times. Someone that is not authorized to be there cannot come in with God turned the world over to man, and man turned it over to Satan. So for God to come back in, we have to open the door and let him in. I showed you examples about taking action and having to move. Prayer is an action. We have to To take the action. Here's another example. Harvest requires action. You can go plant a field of okra, a squash, a tomato. You can water it. You can fertilize it. But you're not going to reap the benefits of it until you go out there and you pick the fruit. You pick the tomatoes, you cut the and you pull off the squash. You have to harvest it. You can work all week long and get paid. But if you don't take that check and put it in the bank and cash it, and turn it into something else that you can use, is worthless. And everything you've done prior to that is useless. All that hard work, all the hours that you put in, if you don't follow through, if you don't make it in, you cannot make it fit the fruit of your free labor. we talking about the two—the the prayer, the faith. and faith—and I got one more for you. And we'll talk about next week all in on one. And that's so in seeds. We have to understand why. Make this complicated, but somehow or another man, like he does everything else, mess everything up. It makes things extremely complicated. There's religions out there that tell you that you have to come through a person, that you have to have this book to translate this book we're working with right now, that you have to have all these different things. No, so, God made it simple. We are the ones that are making it complicated. How not you ask God? How many times have we simply not asked God for help? That we think we can do it by ourselves or we rely on others or some kind of worldly system to take care of us when it's all in God's hands. And then, how many times are we not acting in faith? That we pray, but then we turn around and have to do it again because we think that God didn't get it right. That He did it, was write it down. God doesn't need a notepad. But just think about that for a minute. God can handle prayers of prayer that every person on this earth going up at random times, same or whatever, and he is able to not only take that in, he's able to know what's going to happen before it happens. He's able to have a plan in place that's ready to go, waiting for us to give him a green light to let it happen. He's already started moving things because he knows you're going to ask for it. Really, it's hard to put in words how great God is, how amazing He is as He did to do all these things. And that's where faith has to come in. Because we cannot damage the idea of how grand His power is. See all these things that Jesus done and Jesus says we'll do these things and things that are greater. But we're scared to try. If anything else it takes it takes work. It takes discipline. It takes a, a strong mindset to be able to be fully persuaded to allow God to work in your life. To be fully persuaded. I know. That. I'm still working on it too. Because it's so easy. You know, you've seen, and, and it's, it's so good. You know, God will give you a little bit of a taste of something, you know. You see something like a little bit. And I this phone call starting to sprinkle in, just out of the blue. Nothing I've done, no effort on my part whatsoever, all of a sudden the phone rings, and, hey, what kind of stuff? Give me an opportunity to talk to somebody that I didn't even have to go out and find. They came to me. I'm like, that's a boost for me. That's showing me, hey, I'm hearing you. I'm listening. Things are starting to work. And that's just one example. God does this to all of us each and every day. Now the question is, do we recognize it? Do we want to recognize it? Or we just talk it up to something else. It's just life. Oftentimes, we see God as a, a genie. Just gimme, gimme, gimme. And then when it doesn't happen, well, it didn't work out. And oftentimes, I'll make jokes about it, you know. Someone will be in a, a dire situation so they they uh, they pray. You know, I'll give you one more chance, God, because, you know, when I, I wanted such and such to win the Super Bowl, and you weren't there for me. Or when I wanted... That lottery ticket to win it didn't show up either. But the problem was, it's not God. Because you can't say, why didn't God show up? Or God didn't show up? Because you don't know. Because God is always there. God is always the same. So if something didn't work out, there is a reason for it. And if you don't know the reason for it, that is on you. Because you have to took the time to figure out what the weak What you did wrong. What we did wrong because it's not God. It's not God. We all have the mentality that we want to get all that we can. You know, when you're you're talking to people about your church. They always ask, you know, what does it have? You know, what kind of activities do they do? What kind of music is there? It's always about, what can I get from it? You know, they very seldom ask about what the messages are like. They very seldom ask about you know, what the are what the the Bible is but what we're what we're doing there. It's always about what can I get? And I am if I ever have someone ask, what can I get? What can I do? How can I be a part? We all have something we can do, but yet we are selfish about it. Because we've been programmed to be selfish about it hoard of everything that we have. All of our money, all of our time, all of our ability Keep it all to ourselves. Make sure we have enough because that's the kind of world we live in. Which is the polar opposite of what we should be doing because we have an unlimited source of everything that we need. And his name is Father God. And lastly, it is all for our good. We are sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. And if you've ever been a parent, if you've ever cared for someone, you know that the only thing that you want to do for that person is to love them, provide for them, to make them happy. The love of God is a love that none of us can comprehend. We can Talk about how big he really is, how powerful he is. That love is the same thing. It's nothing I can compare to, it's nothing I can put in the world words because I don't have the capabilities to do so. That is the love that God feels for all of us. So, when he is pounding these things into us, when he gives you these things week after week, I don't know if you're tired of hearing about it yet or not, when you master it you keep it back to me, let me know we'll call it that. But, God keeps telling us we need to know this stuff. We need to know this stuff. And you know what? I totally agree. Not because he's God. I agree with everything he says because he knows better than me. But also, I see it. I see it in my own life. I see it in you guys' lives that we are not exercising these things. We're not exercising our authority. We are not trusting him in faith. Because we're not receiving what we need to be receiving. We are not reaping the harvest. Yeah, we might pick up a few apples that fall off the ground from time to time. But he wants us to have the whole tree. You have to put in the time and the meditation for it. It's just like if you're trying to lose weight, you better shape. shake. You have to diet. You have to exercise. And there's going to be times you're not going to want to do it. There's going to be times that's going to be hard. There's going to be times where it just doesn't taste good. it. There's going to be times when it's just not any fun. There's going to be times when you don't feel like it. That's with everything that we do in life that's worthwhile. There's going to be times when it's difficult. And God didn't say, I don't want things not to be difficult for you. God says, I want you to be the people that you are meant to become. And the only way to do so is to be uncomfortable sometimes. So we stretch, we grow, and we change, and we shake off. Earth's curse system and move fully and completely into the kingdom of heaven. That we embrace our citizenship, we exercise our authority, and we exercise our faith. That way. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to speak to you. So much change on the horizon that. Right? In the hearts of everyone, Father, there are things that we want to do better, that we can do better, Father, that we need to do better. And we know there's also many things that hold us back, Father. So we have to get the strength to be able to overcome our obstacles, overcome the things that hold us back, Father, and start making changes. In our times of weakness, Father, when we fall back onto the, the ways of the world, Father, the ways we've been that we have strength to overcome. That on our hearts, Father, we'll use these words, these lessons that we are learning, Father, and they will come forward, move to the surface, Father. Be able to take us through the times there. And we'll have an unchallenged faith, Father. That we know that you will come through for us, no matter what the situation, no matter what the case is, Father. Father, if there's any need today, if there's any need for for any kind of change, Father, to make a move forward for salvation, Father. We know that salvation is the key in the absolute start, Father. There's people out there that have not yet made that step, Father. And we know the time is running short and any day could be the last day, Father. And only you know that time. Father, there's not a person that wants to not make it, not accept that choice to take this thing. So if anyone today, Father, has to make that choice, please let them Make that choice. We thank you for this, Father. Now, in the name your son. Page 375, Mr. handle. please stand. Mm-hmm.